Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Today we're speaking with Paul Porter, who is a dairy specialist in Wisconsin for Pioneer Hybrid. And our topic is bunker setup and management. Uh, Paul, what are the top bunker management considerations that growers should always be aware of? Well, most of them really revolve around the concept of of doing whatever you can to keep oxygen out of the forage mass. One, as we're uh, putting the forage in, and then two, as we're um, keeping the forage in storage, and then third, how to do it uh, when you're actually removing the forage to feed to the cows. So the, the absolute must would be to fill as rapidly as possible and adequate packing and then the other big, big part is to cover with some sort of plastic and, and then secure that with some type of weighting system, the most common being tires, either split tires. Uh, but there are other technologies out there that maybe aren't quite as messy as tires. If there isn't a cover, then the top three feet of that uncovered forge pile essentially becomes the cover, and more than 50% of that nutritive value is lost. The other part of the covering is we've gone from a single layer of plastic with tires to now many producers will be lining the walls and overlapping it so we almost have a double layer of plastic. Uh, And then an additional technology for a second layer, actually the first layer uh, right on the surface, is a type of plastic called oxygen barrier that actually limits oxygen penetration uh, much more than the traditional plastic. So that's but what that will do is instead of having maybe a two or three inch layer of gunk under the plastic, which really is caused by just you know a little bit of oxygen penetration over several weeks or several months, you can virtually eliminate that slime layer or, or crud layer. The second part of putting it in is the packing. And with dairies getting larger and equipment getting more efficient and custom harvesters being uh, a larger part of the equation, it really has been a challenge to keep up with packing. And while many uh, piles are bigger and, and the assumption is they're bigger and I've got these big tractors on and they must be packed well, my experience in the last eight months has been that, that a very small minority meet, meet our goals of, say, 15 pounds of dry matter per cubic foot. Um, less, right around 10 or 20% of the samples that I've taken have met that threshold. So it really boils down to just doing the calculation of the amount of forage coming in per hour versus the tractor weight. And there's a very simple calculation. I call it the rule of 800. So you multiply the number of tons coming in every hour to the bunker by 800, and that should be the total pounds of tractor weight packing. So if you're bringing in 100 tons per hour, that means 80,000 pounds of tractor. So that's probably the big thing on the front end. The storage part really relates to that that oxygen-limiting barrier to try to minimize the amount of spoilage through storage. And then on the feed-out side, this is starting to become, I'll say, fairly common, or at least most people are aware of it, but facing equipment uh, to remove the, the forage off of the face, again, minimizes the amount of, of fractures or oxygen penetration in that face. Uh, by by removing it in a uh, a mechanical manner instead of trying to to gouge it out with a, a front end loader, the data would show 
that an average bunker silo probably loses 15% of its dry matter mass during storage and feed-out. And, and not all of that can be managed around. Maybe we're always going to lose a little bit from fermentation, but with good packing, a good quality inoculant, good covering, uh, defacer, uh, maybe we can get that down to 10% or less. And can you put a dollar figure on what that would mean? For me, the easy calculation is for every 1,000 tons you put in, if you improve shrink recovery or dry matter recovery or reduce shrink by 5%, it's 50 tons. And, and corn silage is worth, say, $40 a ton just to throw a round figure. So you're thinking you're losing $2,000 in that 1,000 tons. But it, it's really much worse than that because the shrink that's going on, especially during fermentation, and especially if there's any secondary heating on the feed outside, is not the value of corn silage. It's the value of essentially corn grain. Uh, that microbial pool, especially the yeast that are growing and wasting that energy, they're not digesting fiber. They're digesting the goodies. So, so the shrink really is, you know, like, like sucking out some of the goodies and some of the corn grain out of there. It's not like you're losing... Uh, the proportional value of the corn silage. So instead of being $2,000, it's probably five or $6,000 for five percentage points of shrink on, on 1,000 tons. Our guest today on Forage Forum has been Pioneer Wisconsin Dairy Specialist Paul Porter. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.